0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, yeah! this, 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 is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Brotis, Rob Phillips,
1: and Bill Jones, and welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. That is Lindsey Draper across the table for me, from me. Welcome back.
2: I don't know if people the, are happy or mad right now, but I'm here.
1: They're happy. A proud TC alum and a day oneer, Mickey Spagnola.
2: Back at Valley Ranch on? with Mickey.
1: What's up, Mick? just trying to get this headset. Yeah, we got in. we got a little technical.
2: How we doing, guys?
1: How we doing? That's all right. I don't need it. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Hang Welcome in. There, in. Welcome into Talking Cowboys on a rainy Thursday. A
3: bad rainy Thursday. Here at the Star in Frisco. I ran past 3 accidents this morning. Is that right? In a half-hour drive. Were any
2: of them Amari Cooper hurting his knee? Oh,
3: no, but there was a lady on a stretcher getting ready to get in the EMS truck. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy.
2: It's not what you want.
3: No. People, just slow down if you're local.
2: Thanks, everybody, on Periscope for the welcome. I'm so pumped.
3: It's
1: been a minute since you've been on the show. We love having you, as always. A minute? Yeah. Probably a year.
2: Been a long time. I'm a backup. You know, I'm like a strong bench player. Anybody <laughs> needs me, I will step up.
1: Darian Thompson filling in really good last Real week nice. against the Giants. Yeah. Just like that.
3: She's known as Microwave. Vinnie Johnson from yeah. the Pistons I'll back take in the day. It. Immediate offense. That's right. Uh, Bill Jones doing his TV thing today. Brian brought us not here today. By the way, I, I peeked in on the TV. They're taping right now. Every one of them has a dark, black coat on. And I looked in there, and it's like, like a bunch of undertakers in there. Is that mm-hmm. like the uniform for the show? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they all wore the same the thing. The funeral all for the Vikings
2: them. on yeah. Sunday night football. Ooh.
3: Ooh. That's what they're getting at. That's we got a w- prediction already. We can get to that. We'll get to that. We can get to that
1: as well. We might get to a little game. That Lindsay came up with a week ago. That I just, I'm I all loved about it.
2: games. Mickey tells me every day he wishes we played more games on the air. <laughs> he, does. So. he does.
3: He does.
1: <laughs> bar games. We got a bar game today. Yeah. Where's
3: the Where's the beer?
2: We,
1: <laughs> I would love that, but that's that's reserved for the happy hour on Wednesday
3: nights. Go check so that out. Last night, and we had a good happy hour. It was last
2: great, night. right? Everson Walls. Everson
3: Walls is wonderful. I told him he needs to do more stuff. He is so interesting and so funny and. Uh, and he's and he's very perceptive about what's going on with the team.
2: And he's not afraid to say it. No, That's the yeah, good thing.
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you get to that point in your former career or whatever, it's not a career now, but, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, unfiltered.
2: I love it. We're, we're thinking about mixing him in the pregame live mix a little nice. bit. Oh, uh, you need so, to. Yeah. Absolutely. he'd be open for that. He's good.
3: What, he, what was his thoughts on the team? Oh, he he likes it. He thinks they're awfully good. Yeah, They just need to play like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, from the jump, from yes, first quarter on. All, just yeah. the whole game, you know, that the, the three games they lost, it probably feels like they shouldn't have lost. Um, and I, it was funny. I gave Corey a homework assignment. Somebody goes, he's not your intern anymore. Our guy Corey Majors from the fan? He was on last night, too, yeah, along with Nick and I and, and uh, uh, Shannon. Nice. Um, but when, when Wall said he finished, I mean, we knew what he finished with, his career with 57 interceptions, I said, how many years do we th- you think we have to go back and add up team interceptions to get to 57? And my guess is at least 10 years. Yeah. I mean, how many have they had in the last
1: five, six, seven like you know 5 a year maybe There was one year Jeff Heath led him
3: with two Yeah Stop And wrong. I think it was a it was. fact it was.
1: 2015 I our think NFC God. defensive
3: player of the week Xavier Woods leads the team right now with two Yeah and he got him in the last two games
1: And I looked it up um I think it's the first time since December of last year they've had multiple takeaways in consecutive games and they always say it comes in bunches so maybe maybe that's the turning point I mean Jason Garrett said the other day this is the thing that Getting to elite level, this is the next step, Lens. What have they had, like eight now in two games? Five Seven. against the Eagles? Seven, they've got 12 for the season, and all of a sudden now they're middle of the pack Seven, and rising. I must have yeah. miscounted.
2: And going back and watching when the Cowboys had that interception early on in the season, Cheeto? So Cheeto?
1: Early
2: yes. On, right, right on the sideline? Yeah. That is when I made up in my mind that that's what this team is missing, period, because when you get an interception, not not only a forced fumble, take away anything, but when you get an interception, I watched the sideline, and they literally came unglued, and not only you're giving your offense an extra chance, but the momentum, that the, the t- this team never has that momentum. It's not like, you know what, that was a bad possession on offense, these guys are going to come out and take the ball away, and we're going to get it back down there. That's just, you don't think that way with this team, because it doesn't happen frequently, that's when I realized that's the missing piece. You need those takeaways. You need that juice. And this defense, when they do it, I mean, it's unreal. It's unstoppable. So I see other teams do it. Like when Pat Mahomes was out, the Chiefs' defense came up big. Got a takeaway. They want, you know, it's just like wow, mm-hmm. that is it's so much bigger than you think it is. I
1: think that Philly game was this team's max, but maybe not even max potential, but exactly what they can be. You win by twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. You you start several drives deep into the other team's territory and then all of a sudden now we talk about slow starts and all that if you're not having to go 75 yards every time your offense can be that much more efficient for sure all right let's uh let's get to some news of the day the Cowboys practicing indoors because it is rainy outside here at
3: the start. Mick we got some uh, injury updates we do. One on
1: Amari Cooper specifically. Amari
3: Cooper uh, had an MRI on his knee yesterday. Uh, so I'm assuming that meant he was very limited in practice, which was a limited practice anyway. Uh, they had him this morning visiting with the doctor, so they were waiting to get the final results on the MRI. Uh, I would imagine he... Probably doesn't practice today. If he does, it's going to be very limited. Uh, I was told though that he should be able to. Uh, they should be able to have him ready for the game on Sunday. Uh, so they're very hopeful there. Uh, Cam Fleming's out again. He may be out n- another week even after this. So with that calf injury, and uh, Jeff Heath ended up with those twelve stitches in his knee. It's limiting how much he can run. They're trying to do whatever they can. Uh, to get him to the game on Sunday. So a uh, little bit of a concern there. And Leighton Van Der Esch, uh, my understanding is, uh, should be good to go for the game on Sunday. Sounds good. That's progress. Jeff Heath with the stitches. It was 12, right? 12 stitches. And he's got a little shoulder problem going on also. Okay. Uh, but it's more, they, they, they feel like they can control that and uh, kind of get them through games. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, the stitches will probably limit how much he's able to do running around uh, when there's contact out there.
1: By the way, 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to join us. Also, Linz is going through Periscope.
3: Sure, lamb.
1: Woody Woo, if you're out there, us up. Are you scoping? You anything? Anything? Are you scoping over there? It's oh, lit they're, today. They're bringing us potato chips. Oh, look at that! Well, Fred's next door, so it's <laughs> <laughs> get him, Savage. Get him for Freddie. Um, and here comes lunch. So. The Amari, you know, he's had multiple things he's been dealing with since training camp. Does that concern you guys at all? That at, over the course of the season, it's been the foot, it's been the ankle, now the the knee bruise that that bothered him during the Giants game. You guys concerned with it? I know Mickey felt like he's there's op, they're optimistic he can play. Yeah.
2: One thing I do like is how honest he is with us in the locker room about it. He's like, no, you know, it's 60% in the next week. Actually, no, the, the heel is done. It's just my ankle now. Like, like, he will come out and tell us, or he'll do like he did in the Jets game and run his route and then just step out of bounds and be like, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not good to play. So. He doesn't
3: pull any punches. You're right. Yeah. I think the encouraging thing is, is that he came out of the game for, I don't know, was it a series maybe? two series, and then he came back and played. Yeah. Right, so right, right. if you can do that, th- then you're not totally uh, debilitated.
2: Do you think maybe something flared up and that's why he yeah. had the MRI? Yeah, and,
3: and I don't know if it's a bruise. or. And, and if they're MRIing it, it's got to be more than a bruise. You right. Know, maybe he has a loose piece of cartilage in there or meniscus or something. Uh, that's if float, swelling, that's swelling. That's floating around. Yeah. yeah. So they got to be careful on that. Um, but yeah, it sounded like you know they felt hopeful that he'd be there to uh, you know get in the game. You know, I, I needed to double check this before I said it. When Lindsey was talking about the importance of those takeaways, remember we had talked about it last week that they had in in the in those first six games they had never started a possession on the impotent side of the 50-yard line. And then against Philadelphia, they ended up with four possessions uh, on their side of the 50 in this past game, three more against the Giants. So after you go six games with none, you go two games with seven. It's rather remarkable what turnover takeaways will do for you. No
1: question, especially if you can get one in the end zone like Jordan Lewis did at the yes, end of the game. Yes, that helps. Um, and, and you know, he's his snap count continues to rise, and I think that's making a lot of fans happy even though Anthony Brown brings them something on defense as well. Um, so, well, yeah.
3: they just limited – I mean, that that was Anthony Brown's first game back, right, after the hamstring injury. He missed, what, two games and and got knocked out of one another. Uh, so they just used him in, in dime, uh, and they didn't play that much dime. But when they did, he was the other uh, cornerback on the field in the slot while Lewis ended up starting the game. So we'll see where it goes from here. How's the Vikings
1: injury front looking? I think Adam Adam Thielen looks to be the biggest question. Yes, mark he's They've got a in.
3: hamstring, and he uh, did not practice yesterday. And they did practice yesterday, by the way. So he they had a couple guys limited, but no one of uh, major significance, I don't think. They had a uh, Odin Jibo, I can't say it. Ophyte. Their defense backup <laughs> defensive end. He didn't practice. Can you either. say it one more time? Oh, Try f- it again. I Iphyte. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Try the last name. O oh, D N I C B O.
2: This needs to be a drop I have right no now. Idea Thank how to you, Kyle.
1: He did not practice with a shoulder injury. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So both teams relatively healthy, although we got to keep an eye on Amari mm. and Vanderesh. That's a good sign. Although you know, Sean Lee has played more and more the last couple weeks because of of LVE's injury. How do you see that? How do you guys who's, see that? Whose injury? LVE. You call catch, you, you call him Layton? Catch that yesterday. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh,
2: that was yes. pretty good. Jason was like, I call him Layton. Yeah.
3: <laughs> LVE. Look, well, like he's going to – the Vikings like going two tight ends. They play a lot of standard offense. So um, I think there's room for all three of those guys to play. And then we'll see what happens when they go nickel. Uh, if they go to the uh, Sean Lee – uh, along with Van Der Esch in the nickel or if they limit Van Der Esch from the nickel uh, since it'll be his, his first game back. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage the snaps, but uh, I just think you'll see more of Sean Lee out there because of what the Vikings do, like to run the ball. Uh, behind two tight ends, Uh, but then again, maybe he gives uh, Vander Esch a little bit of a blow so he doesn't have to go out there and play 70 plays or however many they play. And in the nickel, maybe he goes in and uh, Jalen Smith uh, gets a a break there uh, because before they were giving him a break and he was a stand-up guy on the defensive line. And now with Michael Bennett, I don't think they have to do that. Mm. I think it's better to have Michael Bennett out there.
2: And our Nick Eatman yesterday asked during the press conference to Jason, is it hard when you have a guy like Sean Lee who now, you know, he played so great, played so much, and you have to pull him back, and Jason didn't hold anything back. He said, absolutely, it's hard. And I don't know. I kind of I'm I'm the momentum train person. Like I I'm like okay, Leighton, why don't you just maybe rest more a little bit, and we'll see what Sean Lee continues to do. I mean, that was I did the the pre and post game show with Barry Church, who played alongside Sean Lee, and he was just like, wow, this is the Sean Lee of my yeah. day back in the day.
1: And Brian has really been harping on Sean's like to your point, he's one of these momentum guys. Like he needs to get in the flow of a game, flow of a defense, see what defenses or offenses are trying to do. And he gets better and better. I mean, sometimes you know you see that with running backs. Sometimes they got to get into a flow. I just, I think there's a way to get them all three on the field. And because you know, Van the der-
3: Vikings will get them all three yeah, on the field.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Van der Esch to start. You know, he's the future of this thing. And and I think he's played well. It's just he hasn't necessarily made those big time plays behind the line of scrimmage that really got people howling and doing all that last year. <laughs> not I mean, a lot
2: of howling.
1: Not 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 they as need much more howling. But, but he's, but, Yeah, Mick, sure. We but do. he's been productive.
3: Um, well, isn't he like leading the team? Or did Jalen took over because well, he's he right missed there. those games? Yeah, he had 66 tackles. He mm-hmm. was leading the team until he missed the games.
1: I don't think this, there's any doubt. This is probably the deepest position on the team. And, and, then and you
2: got to see it yeah, last week.
1: absolutely. And, and we didn't even, I don't think we've touched on Joe Thomas, who played a little bit
3: in the game as well and has filled in for Sean. But we just remember it. that Sean was back at his old position.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and oh, big And the weak time. side
3: linebacker spot is supposed to do what he did. You're supposed to be the active guy. You're uncovered, uh, and you run to the ball. It's very hard to stand out as a – I mean, name me the best strong side linebacker. Strong side linebackers are just kind of there, right? And they don't play that much because they come out on nickel. Uh, so – uh, the Especially fact he, the way offenses are now yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's playing three wide. Yeah. I and, mean, that
2: but, position was made for Sean Lee. Right. Like. Yeah. The most brilliant guy. He lives in this this building. Film is his thing. I mean, he knows what guys are going to do before they do it, before the snap. I mean, yeah. he is made for that position. Period.
1: And that's why they moved him over there to begin with was to cover him up a little bit more. And allow him to, to, to flow to the ball and make
3: plays. Yeah. Vander Esch does the same thing. And he could um, he could play all three positions, too. If something happens to Jalen, he can go in the middle if they want. You know, it's uh, he's just so valuable, even if he's, what, 30, 33 years old? Something like that. He's kind of like Witt on the other side of the ball. You know, he said after the game, I
1: feel like I'm playing in high school again, just having fun well, out there. When playing. people
2: are saying that you turned back the clock, some things working. And I think, you know, Whitten had a year off. So we've seen that a little bit more run after catch from him. But Sean Lee is. I mean, that's all anyone's saying. It's like, you look vintage Sean Lee.
1: Yeah. I
2: think something's clicking.
1: Big-time performance from him. Anything popping on Periscope?
2: Uh, lots of questions about the offensive line. Uh, lots of shouts out to our man, Brian Broadus. Um Offensive line, Mickey, once you've gone back and watched the game, was it just because the Giants are not good? I mean, I think the Cowboys have played not good teams already this season. Right. They haven't played as good as they did on, on
3: Monday. Yeah, and I, I don't think the Giants' defensive front – uh, is all that great, uh, but they did what they should have done. You know, they they dominated him. I mean, they had huge holes you could have driven a truck through, and even Zeke admitted it. You know, he said those guys were mauling them up front. Yeah, he didn't want any credit. <laughs> makes my, It makes my job easy. So, yeah, I, I thought they played awfully well, and think about it, they're probably a little healthier too, especially the tackles, because they came back and played that Philadelphia game. They played through some things when they, they were not. Maybe should have. Yeah. No, right?
2: not should have sat, I shouldn't
1: say but that. They but they played could've. through it. Yeah. Right.
3: And that and that speaks to those guys, their character, that they wanted to be out there. Now this will be uh, a much bigger test uh, going up against this uh, Vikings front. Uh, When you have Daniil Hunter with eight-and-a-half sacks and Everson Griffin, the other defensive end, with five-and-a-half, those two guys have 14 sacks. Now, I'm a little skeptical on this number of quarterback (laughs) hits. There it is.
1: Are you skeptical? Quarterback hits
3: are 35 and 34. Well, what are the Cowboys? Well, I don't know, but that's 69 quarterback hits in nine games by two guys. Hmm. This so. is probably the best tandem
1: of edge rushers they'll face so far this yeah. season, without question. Yeah. And, and, and Hunter got two sacks against the Cowboys in 2016, when that was a rock fight between those two teams,
3: 17-15 up there. 17-15. So
2: ugly. It
3: was. And I, I got reminded, and I was thinking this was the second time uh that mike zimmer was going to be a head coach against the cowboys but he didn't coach in that game if you remember he had the eye surgery and he had to stay home that's right
2: revenge season sunday night
3: (laughs) 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 and so he, he he wasn't able to be on the field that game uh, mm-hmm. which I'm sure just absolutely killed him, knowing him and how competitive he is. Uh, After that, I
2: saw who, Hugh Freeze in a hospital bed up in the press box coaching, uh, I realized how much these coaches want to be at the game. you,
3: you know that, that was incredible. right? I
2: know that. You know but it it's firsthand, just, right? I know it firsthand, but there are just some funny things that you see that the you're
3: coaches like— coaches will do. Okay. Oh.
2: Okay, Okay. like you're in a hospital bed in the in the upstairs in the booth. Got it.
1: Mm -hmm. With a window view.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep, laying on the bed. (laughs) That
3: was. (laughs) Did that was a first. Did they least did they least kind of prop him up a little?
2: Yes, there's there's a clip of a coach walking to the the 50 yard line and he looks up and goes like this and raises his hand in the air and they pan up to the booth and Hugh Freeze. I I think it's Freeze. Am I right? Yes. He's got his fist raised from a hospital bed. (laughs) (laughs) That. (laughs) Sorry, I got off topic.
1: Be your best, regardless of circumstance. <laughs> That's what they always say. So, yeah, and Zim, I, I wrote about it yesterday, Vikings defense for the last five years or five five of the last six years they have been top ten defense. And they've had a lot of stability on defense. You mentioned some of the guys, Mick. Their linebackers are solid. They may have the best safety tandem in the league. Um, you can't get off to a slow start against this
3: defense, I don't think. No, and you better not turn the ball over either. First play of the game. Yeah, yeah, you know, while their their offense has kind of sputtered at times, uh, you know, the games they they've lost, uh, the only game they scored some points when they've lost is this past week against Kansas City, but they did score 23, got beat 26-23, but the other games were 16-6 and 21-16. So uh, again, uh, if you can you know manage to score some points. Uh, you certainly help out your defense against a team that has some weapons on offense with Delvin Cook, and you know Kirk Cousins can can do a number on you. Except the Cowboys have had his number during his career with the Redskins. So is it Kirk Cousins or was it who he was playing with? Uh, but they did go six and one against him uh, when he was with the Redskins.
1: All right, let's take our first break on Talking Cowboys. 888-855-2297 is the number. Hit up Periscope. Lens is monitoring that one. We'll get back to you next on Talking Cowboys.
0: Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear, lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give, Give me an, an S. 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 Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell?
3: So-so. Are we gonna win?
0: Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word JB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack
1: Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and online? on command. That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you.
0: Just say, Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards. And that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to talking Cowboys.
1: Join us at another official Dallas Cowboys watch party presented by AT&T on Sunday, November 24th. Enjoy a festive game day atmosphere on Tostitos Championship Plaza at the Star in Frisco. I'll be there. Lens will be there as the Cowboys take on the New England Patriots,
2: Patriots. will the pregame outside on the plaza. Bring your coolers, chairs, tents, heaters. Might be beer. A, need a
3: heater. Footballs.
2: Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Bring your footballs. Don't throw them at me like everyone does every week. Yeah.
1: Watch it on the nine routes. Watch.
2: It's always the dads. <laughs> yeah. You know? They just want to play catch with the kids. My husband came by one time and he was like, I, I legitimately think people think they're gonna get picked up out here. <laughs> <laughs> they think this is their tryout, like full-blown, sweating, tearaways, nine routes up on set. It's wild. So don't do that. But come hang out.
1: I think McClay's watching from the window. They think just there's in like case. an
2: ongoing camera to just, you know, maybe free agent out here from Frisco.
1: Every you know, know. now and
3: then we get a mailbag question about
1: check out, my, out? Check, out, check
3: out my check out my mixtape. Oh, you don't know how many people used to walk up to the ranch before there was like security. Even a little bit of security. Jeez. They used to just walk in and it's like, okay, where's the scouting department? I need a tryout.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah, there's Mm-mm-mm. every
2: now and then there's a guy with a sign outside and I'll always talk, stop and talk and give props because that's got to throw some respect on that. Sure. Why not? You got to respect could the Because they all
0: could.
3: They <laughs> the all talking could, crowd they,
2: <laughs> runs me off.
3: They could, they, <laughs> they could all still run a 4440, too. Oh, yeah. Legends in their own mind. Do you, do me you, included. Do you realize that? Back in the day, like through the 80s, they used to have an open tryout every year in the summer at Texas Stadium.
2: I've asked if we could do one
3: They, so they I could
2: watch it. It was like here.
3: you had to pay like, I don't know, maybe $25 or something, and you got a T-shirt. And you bring your spikes and shorts, and they time them in the 40 and put them in drills and see if they found somebody that fell through the cracks. That's why 4th and Long was so successful, because it's it's everybody's dream, you know? Jesse Holly shouts out. And I think when Jimmy got here, they did it like one year, and then he was like, seriously, we can't be wasting our time like this. Well, you got to respect the hustle,
1: man. By the way... Kirk Cousins' numbers against the Cowboys. I got this from the great Caden Gates. Cowboys are 6-1 all-time against him.
2: Mm-hmm. Got 12, Aha,
1: I got that right. 12 touchdowns, 5 picks.
2: He'll sling it down the field.
1: He will sling it down the field. He's been sacked 13 times, too. I think Tank Lawrence has his most sacks against Cousins more than any other quarterback in the NFL per his career oh thir- the cowboys have sacked him 13 times yeah he's been sacked 13 times he's taken the care of the ball better though this year only three picks 16 16, mm, 16
2: dalvin helping yeah. out
1: mm, that helps to have the the most productive running back in the league to date
2: i wonder if that'll add any juice for zeke it seems like you know doug peterson kind of ticked him off a little bit yeah. i don't know what ticked him off last week but he running angry again Did
1: you hear what he said yesterday in the locker room he uh he acknowledged. He said, "There's been guys in the league that have been better than me this year." Which you don't. I mean, a guy as great as he is, and in my opinion, he's the best player on the team, pound for pound. You don't always hear a guy acknowledge that, but he said, "That's that's okay." They feel like they're they're uh, finding a groove in the run game. Well, if through. the Cowboys
3: don't open the floodgates uh, with Delvin Cook, uh, and he has his normal hundred-yard performance, he'll be right back in the rushing title race. And he and and what is he now? Is he in the had, top? He's like 150 behind, yeah. but he's played nine. Cook's played nine games, so that's 100 game away from. Mm-hmm. And, so, and he wasn't
2: in Cabo for training camp. Yeah,
3: there
1: you go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there's probably something to. It took a little time, and I asked Zach Martin about it. He said we're getting back to, we're running some plays we're most comfortable with in the running game, and we're just there's just a better flow that Zeke has said about it. And it's probably is a thing. that takes a little time, even with as many years as they've played together.
2: Oh yeah, if you talk to Nate, Nate would you know first couple weeks into the season, he was like, it's gonna take some time for Zeke. I mean, he's not gonna just run back in here. And be, I mean, we are week was is ten week ten of the season, so this is like hitting his stride right now.
3: And just think about it, if you just watched the game last week, he was even more patient than normal, and he had a couple more little stutter cuts in the backfield before he hit his stride or went back the other way, so he was kind of feeling it, uh, and and he just had a better feel for what was going on. And so, yeah, if you look at all the little cuts he made, not the big ones, the little ones he made uh, to wait for a hole, to wait for a block, Uh, He was really, really good at that last week. And the guys up front
1: getting to the second level and pulling and getting on the move in space, like it it was a
3: beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, even screenplays, if you catch the ball, Tony Pollard, Hmm. oh yeah
2: it was it was a rough start for tony
3: that was a touchdown
2: that was a rough start Yeah. kickoff
3: opening mm-hmm. kickoff but that's gonna well. happen
2: right like from the people i've talked to they're like okay calm down that's gonna happen he's a rookie rookie
3: yeah right? that's
2: gonna happen yeah so.
3: tried to do it too fast and he was running with the ball before he caught it on that screen and he probably saw what we all saw there was open green space the whole way with three blockers out one front
2: one step ahead of himself
3: yeah yep yep we've
1: seen amari cooper do it thinks he's got a touchdown not focusing on the ball uh, you guys want to take a phone call? Why
2: sure, nice. why not? We've got a lot of Periscope too. Okay, after that.
1: let's uh, let's start off with our buddy Nebby. In what s-
2: up, Neb?
1: In Silver Spring, what's up, man?
0: Hi, uh, hi everyone. A uh, 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 good feeling. Is Amari Cooper going to play on Sunday, and and who's uh, who's who's an under who's an under the radar guy uh, uh, who has to step up for us uh, 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 in order f- in order for us to beat the Vikings? I- I've got one. Uh uh Malik a uh, uh, Good one, yeah. Uh uh uh, uh, uh take uh, take care. Thanks for being patient with me and have a great week. Bye. Thanks, bud.
3: Good, Good feeling. Yes, I think he plays on Sunday. Amari? Yes. All right. I'll let you guys handle the other one. Lens <laughs> under
2: Collins? the radar. Under the radar. Under
1: the radar guy? For su- Sunday night. Why not? Yeah.
2: How has Malik played to you guys so far in this contract year?
3: Last two games. I feel like it maybe his best two games of the season. He's mm-hmm. really come on these last couple games. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's why I was going to say, well, is he under the radar? Because the radar was pretty high these last two games at least. Um, Gosh, there's no one under the radar. Is Blake Jarwin under the radar? Heck
2: yes. Louder, Mickey. <laughs>
3: Louder from the people
2: on Periscope. Yeah. We need more Blake Jarwin. They're asking for that? And me. Yeah. Me and the guys on Periscope and gals.
3: He's getting, what, 25 snaps a game, something more like that? Piece. See, here's 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 what it comes down to. Uh, and, and, like, everybody wants a yell for that, right? But who was the leading receiver in the game? It was Jason Witten. The GOAT. Right eight yep. catches for 59 yards or whatever it was. When, when when Jarwin can excel is they get in matchup problems. The mm, defense I know,
2: does. you're right. Because
3: he can, if they want to cover, if you go two tight ends and you're going to try and cover them with a linebacker, that's probably not going to work out so well. And then it doesn't work out when he has a head of steam and Janoris Jenkins does an Olay on it. That was the most embarrassing uh, attempt at a tackle I think I've ever seen. You put, loved that. He put one arm out. And then did Ole like he, he you was know, people fighting to a tackle, and they didn't want anything to do with him. Uh, but anyway, yeah, and, and so he can get down the field, but you got to get the right matchups uh, in the game, and you got to block right, and the whole thing's got to work out. But uh, this too tight end offense has been very effective, I think. Blocking too, you know, everybody wants I three mean, wide and sling it around, and okay, fine. Uh, but the his blocking is improved, and when they go too tight, it causes a mismatch uh, for opposing defenses.
1: I'll go Randall Cobb. I don't. He's not under the radar, but let's get him a touchdown. Four
2: touchdowns <laughs> taken away this season. <laughs> let get from him Randall Cobb
1: in the end zone. He's played Minnesota many times in his career. I just feel like he and Dag are really close. They're close on having a breakout game,
3: especially free, if Amari might be Cobb. Running. Yeah. We counting
2: Jordan Lewis is under the radar.
3: Absolutely. Okay. Well, not if he's starting.
2: Well, that's that's what I'm getting at right here. Yeah. What are we thinking about this? Because this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I did a story on this this past offseason. Went straight up. Chris Richard, is this guy your exception to the rule or not? Is he going to play more or not? He said he is. He's my exception to the rule. He's 5'10". Doesn't look like all my other guys who trot out there. Every time he makes it, what is it, like six turnovers from him and how many starts? Like nine? Nine?
1: Just around the ball a lot. And
2: I'm not even going to say it's lucky. Like when when the Cowboys drafted this guy and I looked at the the college film, like all of us did, like there is some insane talent here in athleticism. And he's very, very smart as well. I don't know how much longer we're going to have Jordan Lewis hanging out on the sideline.
3: Well, if you know, you get Daniel Jones to throw you a pass, it was a Larry (laughs) Brown interception, he got beat. The, the guy threw a bad pass right to him. Wait, not this last game. I, the Giants game. That was I mean, not, the, Giants, yeah, not the, uh, the, f- the, the Eagles game. Yeah, yeah. Wentz threw it right to him. Give the man some credit. But no, I'll give him credit for being able to scoop the what ball up on the What have we seen from run.
2: everyone else? I want turnovers, and I don't care who does it. I see turnovers from, <laughs> from when he's out there. For, thank you, Kyle.
0: I got you, just Lizzie. get it I like done.
1: Yeah just get it I don't done. I
2: don't know if he's some magic like um combination when they get out there or if it's it's it doesn't seem like pure luck anymore though't no, like, maybe don't. he's maybe he's um unassuming out there maybe he sneaks around
3: well he's got a fourth of the interceptions. yeah and I think he's got one uh, and in the Christmas card subscriptions
1: in the four. mail for you, PFF they had him rated very high this past game oh very good yeah yeah imagine that he's doing something right. He's doing something right. Scoop and, and scar. His and Liz is right.
3: He's earned more playing time. His coverage was much better in this game than it had been previously. Yeah.
1: All right. Good stuff. Let's wrap it up next on Talking Cowboys. We've got one caller holding, and we got Periscope still popping off. That's next on the show
0: Gimme an S. S! S! Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S.
2: Give
0: me an O. Oh. What's that spell?
3: So-So! Are we gonna win? Not if we play like we
0: cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT and ATT is America's best wireless network
1: It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper,
3: so nice to treat you.
0: Back to Talking Cowboys.
3: Well. Well, well, well. Are any of you doing holiday travel? Well, take us along. <laughs> us is Jack Black. Free travel buddies with your $65 purchase. <laughs> you can get a Pit Boss antiperspirant and deodorant or a coral. Cool. Moisture Body Lotion. Use the code TRAVEL. Go to GetJackBlack.com and shop right now. Way to go. Nailed it. We got the Lindsay cam on that one.
2: Yeah, nothing's changed. Get the reacts.
3: That was good. Not everybody gets to hear those things, you
1: know? Well, Lens listens, but, I mean, it is a daily I always listen. It is a daily staple, and you did pretty good. You've done good this week. I think it's... Brian's not staring you down this week yet, mm-hmm. and making you nervous.
3: And he flew right I don't through.
2: Don't make it. me nervous.
3: <laughs> You're doing great. What are you looking up? I was just looking Jordan's stats from the game. Had six tackles. Mm-hmm. Usually, when a cornerback has a lot of tackles, that means somebody catching the ball in front of him. Uh, see, he has this list. I, I he has a list. In the
2: break, I told Mickey I need to know the <laughs> truth. What is it? What's and the truth?
3: No passes defensed.
2: Because he's not in very much.
3: No, he started. How many he was is, on every nickel how play. How many does Byron Jones have?
1: Because teams, teams don't pick on Byron Jones. Right. So the lack of PBUs, that means he's not making plays? He is making plays. Mm. He's got four.
2: Get to the bottom of this, Mick. Big fella. I need to know your feelings. He's, sort through them tonight.
1: He's got four.
2: There's something there.
1: He's got a list. He has a list of Anthony. Guys. Brown's got four. Noah Brown, Jordan Lewis, Jeremy Mincy. When he
3: was here, They're oh, just, just hated guys, the men. Just guys. That no, make... Jordan Lewis doesn't fit in with the other two. Okay, good. He shouldn't.
2: Okay, so he's hanging out on the middle list.
3: He's much better than those. Okay. Min- Min- the only reason everybody liked Mincy was because he was in the you locker room every day and he cheddar. did interviews.
2: I do love interviews.
3: Right? He led the team in sacks one year. Six. Well, that's... You if if DeMarcus Lawrence get. finishes with six this year, you're going to say he stole money.
2: Do There's, we want to open that can of worms this, right now? It's the, 1140. are talking
3: about two different planets.
1: Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> not... Let's Solar not, system not, yeah, let's, of cowboys. I just don't want to hear that he led the team in sacks. What's on What's on the scope, lens? A lot, of, a
2: lot of questions about Cheeto and Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. what we think the Cowboys' back end is going to look like against Kirk Cousins and his guys.
3: Uh, the Cowboys will play their side, so it depends on what Minnesota, where they yep. want to line those guys up, right? What side Diggs is going to be on. Uh, and I would imagine they'll play uh, a lot of man, but they'll mix in some zone on this too, try to confuse Cousins a little bit.
1: Yeah. And they, and they don't... They, they don't really use their corners to follow guys either. They've kind of stuck to the sides. And they, that's, that's a confidence
3: indicator of Cheeto, too, as that's well, I think.
2: That's what the Cowboys do. And yeah. it'll be a
3: little bit more, uh, a little less difficult if Thielen is not ready to go. It doesn't He's
2: sound, not going to play. It
1: doesn't sound good. He, he played a few snaps last week, missed the game before, and he just may need some time. I
2: believe they have a bye after the Cowboys game. The Vikings, Probably too. about
1: time
3: for it. Yeah, so. maybe that's what they're trying, to do. They're trying to do. And then you've got to deal with point. Treadwell, right? Former mm-hmm. first-round pick, mm-hmm. if I remember. So, yeah, it doesn't get that much easier. So, yeah, I think, I think that's the way they play it. And uh, and depending on how they're running the ball, you, know, you may play less man because when you get in man and teams start running on you, uh, you can get yourself in trouble. All right, let's
1: go back to the phone lines. Jim in Pasadena. You're up next on talking Cowboys what's up Jim hey guys how are you good, good. Taking my call Jordan Lewis tracks <laughs> the ball so well he has great ball skills but I went back and looked at Michigan tape wondering the same thing you're wondering why isn't this kid playing and he doesn't play the deep route well he the receivers just separate from him they kind of bully him and he doesn't get out of his hips too well and especially when he's covering in the slot. So when teams figure that out, I think we might find out why he's not in there all the time. Uh, I got a question for you guys, fun question. Third and long, and you want your NASCAR defensive line, what four kids are you putting in there? For me, it's Lawrence, Quinn, Collins, and Bennett. And uh, I'll let you go. Thanks for taking
3: my call. Thanks, Jim. Mm -hmm. Good, good, Good thing he agrees with the coaches because we saw it right yeah yeah
2: are you talking about Lewis or are you talking about the defensive line <laughs> oh yeah I don't know what Had you're you, referring to Mickey
1: have you come around in the last it, five minutes it was the defensive line oh. okay okay uh, uh, huh, huh. yeah do you agree with the the hips assessment on Jordan? I don't know about uh. the hips
3: I, I I do know about the deep crosses that he doesn't keep up with yeah mm,
1: okay but when they back to Bennett and what do you say the nascar defensive line
2: that was my sound effect I very love it. good i love uh-huh.
1: it that's probably what they had in mind when they made the deal Yes. Right? get another f- speed rusher on the field i thought i to... saw that what in the game no they did oh, i mean okay. you saw bennett go from i think he played a lot it's of left it's just a end. fun
2: game now now we get to pick and choose and plug in who we like who but we that's like? i'm with i'm with jim Jim yeah. Pasadena, yep, I'm with yeah, Jim.
3: That's, I mean, that's the defensive front you're going to see, especially in nickel situations. And, and you'll see Bennett play a little bit left defensive end and on, on standard downs to give Lawrence a break, and then they'll move inside and Lawrence will come in. And he'll eat on the outside.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Everybody eats. Watch Let out. Him eat.
1: No loafing. Got one minute to go. Anything else?
2: One minute? Oh, I forgot the show's 45 minutes now. Flies. You by. were waiting on I those. I was just digging into Periscope. Hellman's
1: going to be over Get there looking well, at his Well, Since watch in I'm a not second. on
2: tomorrow, Get I'd one. love to hear your uh, predictions. Can we do that?
3: No, you'll have to listen. Give us your, <laughs> predi- give us your prediction.
2: I'm going Cowboys. Cowboys win. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be a 17 15 repeat. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Uggs. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be prime time. There's going to be black cats everywhere. It's gonna get wild.
1: You got a pick to click besides twenty-seven,
2: <sighs> Mickey. I don't even know if I can look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, how about how about? Uh, I think the Cowboys get creative on offense. Like we go back to those early Kellen Moore days back at the beginning of the season, a couple S- months ago. Sky
3: Wars, yeah. They just need to slow down those defensive ends. Yeah. It's going to be a test for Tyron oh, and while. Yeah. Take it, advantage of their
1: ability to get up the field. I think the way those guys were moving, though, last week, the bye week helped. They're healthier. Did we not have a
3: Periscope question?
2: Where's Randy Gregory for our NASCAR defensive line?
3: No. That just that, that ship has sailed. Ooh, no. Nice drop, Kyle.
2: He's on it right now. Is it that is. a ship
3: or a NASCAR? That's NASCAR. Uh-oh, That's okay. NASCAR.
2: Uh, you're saying the ship has sailed. <laughs> It's sad days. That,
0: honestly,
3: like I'm not even going to lie. Go I thought about here. putting
2: him in my NASCAR group. At least, at,
3: at least for this year, we I, haven't. I yeah, change
1: people ask us, and we just don't have an update on it. Are we, you guys you know? happy
2: that I didn't bring up all the Dez talk for the show?
3: Why? What happened?
2: Oh, you know, he just says he's going to start making some calls. He's ready to get back in the groove, and you know, Amari's hurt, and
3: he just had a birthday. He's I in saw
2: depth. Did you talk to him?
3: No, I saw all the t- the tweets. Hmm.
1: Yeah. He's doing well. Seems like he's doing well. Happy birth. What was his birthday? What is it? What is it? Thirty, thirty. We're the same
2: age, so he's probably thirty. I'm almost thirty. Somewhere around (laughs) thirty.
1: He's getting there. He's getting there. All right, we're getting towards the end of the week, Lens. Thanks so much for filling in. Yes, thank you you for for doing this. Come
2: on, this was so much fun.
1: Anytime, we'd love to have you back. All right, you're our top choice coming back when someone's
3: missing. Telling you,
2: I'm a great six man off the bench. You can be Luca. (laughs) Hey, you can be Dirk. I'll be whoever. Back you guys up. Fair enough. Talking Cowboys for life.
3: Barrera. Barrera.
2: J.J. Barrera? Yeah. J.J.
3: J.J. played well. Let's
2: go.
1: All right. The break is next. Thanks for joining us on Talking Cowboys. We'll be back at you on Friday.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?